G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. And as we delve into this week's topic, a reminder that some of the content may be of a sensitive nature. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Dez. Well, welcome to this week's Momentum. It is uh, Tim and Dez with you once again, and we appreciate you tuning in wherever you are around Australia. Hey, thanks so much for joining us for the next little while. The man we're going to be talking to again uh, this week is uh, one of my favorite speakers that we've spoken to on the show. Not denigrating anybody else, but he just brings such a perspective into this uh, this realm that we speak into, yeah. and it's Jonathan Doyle. Welcome back to Momentum, man. Thanks for coming back home. Yeah, man. Hey, guys. It's great to be back to spend a bit more time with a couple of uh, couple of my favorite humans. Uh, I really appreciate the uh, the invitation, and as always, I hope we can uh, you know just uh, bring a little bit of insight and encouragement to to men around the country and around the world. Sometimes, you know, one of my favorite quotes, Tim, you've heard me say, is that. Uh, you don't need a whole bunch of great ideas to change your life. You just need one good idea that you're actually prepared to use. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully, between the three of us, we'll um, we'll come up with something useful for people. That's good. <laughs> That's great so. to have you on board, John. That's, uh, that's that sounded that sounded really terrible the way that came out. But that, <laughs> what I meant was that I'm sure that the Holy Spirit will help the three of us yeah. bring what's needed. Absolutely. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> right. Let's let's go with that. That sounds better. That sounds better. Look, Jonathan, you and I have known each other for a number of years, and we've talked on the radio before momentum even came to be. And this was one of the topics that we tackle. But I mean, when you look at what's happening around the world today. Um, you know, this is this is a, a great topic, and and when you and I talked about it, it was on your website back then. And it was called "Character is King," and so I suppose we want to we want to start today by talking about character. And I suppose you know there is that that famous saying that character is who you are when nobody's watching. But I suppose when you know, if you want to just put your own spin on that, how would you to set up the show define character to men listening right now? Yeah, the first thing I'd say is years ago I was speaking at a leadership event and the concept of character was pretty significant for what I was trying to impart, I guess, around leadership. So I did some research. I've always had a uh, an interest in etymology sort of when you're speaking on key topics, etymology is the study of where words come from, right? Hmm. So character is interesting. It, it doesn't appear in the English language till sort of around about the 15th, 16th century. Okay. And, and the translation of it, it actually translates as almost, it translates as what they, what they call an indelible mark written on the soul, and it, it translates as like a tattoo. Wow. That character is so intrinsic that it's basically something we're writing on the essence of who we are. Now, it doesn't mean it's something you're born with. It means it's something that is created over time. And I guess throughout this discussion, we, we, we can talk about how that happens. Hmm. You know, character is, as you make a good point, Tim, it's <laughs> our world will be a somewhat different place if character, especially at the highest levels of leadership, was something we could all see probably a fair bit more of. I think there's a huge amount of expediency in our world at the moment. Um, and there's deep roots to that too. I mean, you go back to Nietzsche writing in the 19th century, 
this idea that what really mattered was the will to power that you know what mattered was human will that you just you know you identified what you wanted you went after it and whatever the cost and uh character is coming from a a, a different a different place so uh it's an indelible mark written on the soul i guess my opening comments would be you know in previous episodes i've talked a lot about how classical thinking has shaped you know, what we think about this sort of stuff. Mm. So there's a very, very rich tradition, you know, going back to people like Marcus Aurelius, the Roman emperor, uh, and Stoic philosophy. And then, of course, the Greeks, like Aristotle particularly, were writing extensively on the topic. So it's, it's, a, it's an issue that's been really important to humans for a very, very long time. But I think at this particular moment in history, it's rarely discussed, it's rarely talked about. I mean, you keep hearing this word about integrity all the time, integrity in politics, integrity in this. I'll tell you the truth, after all these years and all this postgrad, I, I'm not even sure what that word actually means. I, I think it means something like you kind of do what you say and say what you do, but I think we need to be having a deeper conversation about what character really, really is. Mm. So when do you think um, character starts to form? Is it when you sort of get to 20 and you become an adult and that sort of age, or is it a lot before that? Great question. You know, these are the currents that that shape our modern world, right? If you take a Freudian approach, you'd say that this sort of stuff is formed before the age of two and, uh, you know, there's this profound sense of, um, you know, that we're shaped by childhood issues and trauma. That's really big at the moment. So, Des, to your question, how is it formed? I think we've got to be honest about the mystery of it for a start because you get people that live through trauma, you get two people live through similar traumas, and then you get this people can just take totally different responses, right? Yeah, exactly. God gives us free God gives us free will, right? So, you know, St. Augustine famously said that grace builds on nature. So we have this raw material that we're given, the families we come from, the situations that we have. And the great mystery is that some of us tend to take that raw material and make different sets of decisions, and, again, we can agree that we live in a blame culture, right, where lots of people can have similar experiences and then blame their lack of character and lack of success and lack of a contribution on any other, you know, other people in other situations. So there's some mystery here. Um, for me, like, given the background that I came from, I just kind of had this innate sense that for a long time I just wanted to get even. I was just like... Not at, a, not at a particular person. I just wanted to get – I felt that I'd been dealt a pretty difficult hand, but I didn't want to let it break me. Where do you think the link is between core values that we develop through circumstance, through influence, uh, and our character? Because they are aligned, aren't they? They're, they They link. You know, having done a master's in leadership, I, I was always – I always struggle with the concept of values because what, what what I came across in a lot of study over the years was that values can be quite transient and they can be defined. They're often defined by wherever the power is sometimes. So is that, that whoever is has the most significant power in a particular system can tend to define what the values will be. So values can be a function of whoever the particular person is, right? Uh, 
I, I eventually came from a much deeper place, which was the concept of virtues. So virtues right. predate the modern concept of values. So for the, for the for classical thinking, again, virtues were something very different. The, 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 the best definition of a virtue is an habitual disposition to do the good. So what the Greeks were coming at was firstly that, that good was something we could know. Yes. Now, again, we're all living in a moment where that statement itself is completely up for grabs, right? Like m- many moderns, postmoderns, would argue that we can know the good, but we come from a tradition, at least in the Western tradition, that you can know good and you can know evil. Um, so a-, a virtue was a habit of consistently doing what was good. Yeah, like that. and so the, the classical ones were were um, prudence, justice, temperance, and fortitude. They're the classical four virtues. They call them the cardinal virtues because cardinal comes from the Latin cardinale, which means hinge. Yeah, it's like a door hinge, and if you didn't have these hinge virtues, you couldn't really live the fullness of your own life. So you had to be prudent. You had to be able to make the right decision for the right reason at the right time. So my son, who's 13, yesterday he was in trouble for something, and I said, mate, I said, was this the right decision in the right place at the right time? And he's like, no. And so he knew that. So what I'm getting at is that character is shaped by our relationship with virtue, which is a conversation that's just dropped out of the modern world, right? So, you know, prudence to do the right thing for the right reason at the right time, justice to give to other people what is due to them because of what they are. So in our political context, you know, if a, if a political leader was virtuous, then they would think about legislation and policy in terms of how do I give to the citizens what is due to them because of what they are made in the image of God, right? Um, temperance, the ability to moderate attitudes. And I know on this show, many guys, you know, all of us at different times in life may have struggled with, you know, different forms of addiction. So this idea of the virtue of temperance that we, if you can't moderate an appetite, then eventually it's going to moderate you. <laughs> mm. yeah. And finally was, was fortitude, was courage. And they always thought courage was the most important one because you needed courage to do the other ones. Um, you needed courage to do the right thing at the right time because it's not easy. It's, it's, it's much easier to do what's pleasurable in our modern world. So, again, I've gone down the deep rabbit hole of classical thinking there, but that's great. I think, I think these are the parts that are missing because it is easy to have a conversation about, you know, integrity, whatever that actually means. Hmm. So character and virtue, it's, it's really the idea is simply this, that we become what we repeatedly do. Yeah. Hmm. So Aristotle was asked, how does the courageous man become courageous? The, the Greeks were interested in that. They were like, how does the guy become brave? Or how does the guy become gentle? Or how does the guy become thoughtful or compassionate or merciful? Or And it was so beautiful because Aristotle just, you know, come back to the courageous man, you know, he just said, well, it's simple. He said he does courageous things. All around Australia, you're tuned into Momentum with Tim and Des, and our special guest this week is Jonathan Doyle. We're talking about character and why it is so important for us as men to develop a good character in every area 
of our lives. We're going to come back and finish this discussion with Jonathan Doyle in just a moment. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, just a quick reminder, our website, MomentumAustralia.org, is packed full of things to help you on your journey to become a well-rounded, healthy, whole man. And there's all sorts of topics on there. There's podcasts of previous shows, uh, some discussion elements as well, where you can throw some things in there, put your two cents worth in, glean from other people. We want to start discussions and help each other on this journey. Des and I don't profess to have it all together, which is why we have guests like Jonathan Doyle on the show to help us all out. If you'd want to check out the website, MomentumAustralia.org. And we'll be back with this week's show in just a moment. This is Momentum a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401 132 You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. Let's get back into this week's show. It is Momentum with Tim and Dez, and we just want to take a quick moment to pause and say thank you to each of the 31 radio stations that are now taking Momentum all around Australia, and of course, the National Christian Broadcaster Vision FM for broadcasting Momentum right across their network. Uh, really appreciate you guys doing that, and uh, wherever you are tuning in across Australia, it is great to have you here. Hopefully, you're getting something from the beginning of the show as we delve into part two with this week's special guest, Jonathan Doyle. It's good to talk about character. And, and I mean, I guess if you asked all the men who are listening to the show, would you like to have better character? They would say, yeah, of course I would. But the question is, what are the stumbling blocks? What are the things that, is it pride? Is it, what are the things that stop us from developing stronger character? Yeah, great question. There's, we live in an extremely fragmented, busy, chaotic world. So, you know, most of the men listening to this would, would agree that we don't tend to sit around for long periods of time thinking about character, right? We're just yeah, getting up every day. Right. So the first thing is that we need to be deliberate about yeah. this thing. So for what it's worth, you know, I spend probably an hour to an hour and a half a day praying through this stuff and, and basically making time to to pray and think. And what I can encourage people with is over over years now, I, I am changing a little bit, you know, <laughs> definitely not perfect, but I've been surprised at the changes, especially what I came from. So the first thing is why don't we do it? Because we don't make, we're not deliberate about it. We don't think about it and we're busy. The second thing is that we live in a highly pleasure-oriented culture. So, Ease, pleasure, consumption are ubiquitous. They're available all times and everywhere, right? So for guys struggling with stuff, you know, um, every just about everybody's got a phone these days. I don't know where mine is, probably burned it. Um, no. uh, so the, the levels of temptation, yeah, distraction um, are, are pretty s- strong. So we need to think about those things like, we need to think about the things in our life that are particularly difficult and distracting for us and not leading us any closer to where we want to be, pornography, substance addictions, 
And then just addictions to things like anger or aggression or that sort of stuff, like things that are in a, you know, some of us are just wired that way. We've had a bad run and we get that way. And then we have to, we just say, well, this is how I am. This is how I am. And we can't say that. You just can't, you don't, you don't get to say that. You don't get to say, I'm just like this. Jonathan, in, in one of our previous chats um, about changing our character, and we'll end on this, but there's the, the last one I really want to just fine-tune because this is really uh, Des and I's heart and what we believe as momentum is really helpful for men. So you, you mentioned five things that will help change our character. Be humble, be open to new ways. Number two is live out your principles and values. Number three is be intentional, which you've talked about. Four, practice self-discipline. And number five, which I just want you to expand on for a tick, is be accountable. And surround yourself with people who have high expectations. Open yourself up to accountability. Just speak into that space for men listening right now because, you know, the, the reality is when we do the journey on our own, we don't hold ourselves accountable. It's easy to cop out. It's easy to whatever. Talk about the accountability piece for men listening right now. This goes to the genius of what you guys are doing with momentum, right? And I know, Des, this is really on your heart. Like, you know, the number of good men that have looked after me over the years has been extraordinary. It really is. Like, and I just talk about you got to have a couple of places you can tell the truth. So I've got two or three really close male friends, like really close, um, 20, 30 years of friendship. And I think I mentioned this in our last discussion recently. We were sitting around a fire down the coast, the three of us, and it was one of the deepest conversations that I'd ever had. It was profound. And often you just need to get men in the right situation where they've got totally. the time and the space to actually do that. Um, I've had some amazing priests in my life that go way back to, I think, November 3rd, 1995 was when I'd say I really had a kind of sense of conversion. And, and that priest is now in his 70s, and he's had a huge impact around the world. And I was at an event on the weekend and I saw him and I just went and spent some time with him. And um, I've had some really fantastic men. Yeah, that's so, so key. Because that's how we lived, right? For like for thousands of years, you grew up with a particular group of men. You never traveled more than about 10 miles from yeah. where you were born. And they just vanished. So yes. accountability. Yeah, I, I, I definitely have. You know, I could pick up the phone and ring any number of about five people and tell them the truth. Hmm. So if my if my marriage was in serious trouble or I was doing something stupid, I've got some places to go. So Good. I think what momentum's doing is so crucial. And the you know, the more that men can get around each other at the moment, the better. It's a very sound advice. Can I just say that that might be a little confronting for you uh, to go, hey, you know what? I I don't have anybody in my speed dial that I could reach out to. Can we encourage you to have a conversation with somebody in your life and start building that sort of friendship or even reach out to Desna at Momentum yeah. at the website, MomentumAustralia.org. We can either help you out or maybe find you someone you, in your local area that can you can maybe start that journey with because having accountability and we've talked about, but having people most importantly that can journey with you on your in your life is so, so crucial. And um, Jonathan, I, I just want to, again, thank you for what you've imparted there, but leave us, leaving us on that note, and being vulnerable and honest about your own life, mate. We um, we appreciate that. And then encouragement to the men listening. Yeah, that, that's the heart behind momentum is don't do life on your own. Find good men that you can have honest, real conversations with and do life with. So Jonathan Doyle, always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for being a part of the show. 
Love it, guys. Really appreciate it. And, um, you know, just hope it's a blessing to people listening. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks again to our special guest, Jonathan Doyle, and hopefully you gleaned something from this week's show. Uh, if you'd like to hear this uh, episode again and previous episodes of Momentum, you can do that by checking out our website, MomentumAustralia.org. Every show that we've done is there on the podcast button. You can click there and find all of the previous shows. Other topics and tidbits as well, an opportunity for you to start a discussion, be involved in a discussion, find out some tips and advice from other guys around Australia because we're all in this together. And look, if you would like to spare a few dollars to ensure that Momentum stays broadcasting right around Australia, we would really, really appreciate your support. Whatever that can be for you, uh, you can donate online at MomentumAustralia.org. Essentially, you're not just donating towards keeping Momentum on the air. What you are doing is sowing into men's lives all around Australia. As I mentioned before, 31 radio stations are taking the show. Vision FM are taking the show and which broadcasts nationwide. And, of course, we are podcast all around the world and getting feedback from all around the world, too. If you want to put in uh, Momentum Australia into your favorite podcast platform, you'll be able to hear all of the previous episodes too. My thanks again to Jonathan Doyle, Des, of course, and to you listening. Look forward to seeing you next week and having another great discussion right here on Momentum. You've been listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. For more information or to hear this week's show again, go to MomentumAustralia.org. You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org. Until next time, keep moving forward with Momentum.